0: Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and Coach B. King. What's happening, my friend? I'm excited to get into this episode because this is the reminder that I need today as well. So last week, the episode was all about how to turn off work brain. And I had mentioned the Eisenhower Tower. Um, I just made that up, that is an hour matrix, um, just briefly as a resource, and I had a couple people ask me about it and how to use it, so I decided to dedicate a whole episode on the power of using this amazing resource. And the reason why this is so important is because making a distinction between what's urgent and what's important is actually very difficult. However, once you figure out how to distinguish the difference between the two, it can make you more efficient, more successful, and maybe even more fulfilled. So I want to dive into this resource because I find myself running into this issue quite often. I have a massive to-do list and it all seems like it needs to get done right away. My brain views certain tasks as urgent, even though they're not necessarily urgent, but they do give that little dopamine hit of crossing it off the list. Now, President Dwight Eisenhower gave a speech at the second assembly of the world council of churches. And during this speech, he read a quote from a former college president. And that quote said, I have two kinds of problems, the urgent and the important, the urgent are not important and the important are never urgent. So when you first hear this, you think, wait, What kind of mind bendy, but when you think about it, it actually makes a lot of sense over the years. The idea of recognizing what is urgent and what is important are often two different things. So this has evolved into the Eisenhower matrix. So a lot of us spend our time in like putting out fires, right? Like we spend most of our days being reactive and we go into our day tackling urgent problems, leaving very little time for important tasks. So, for example, let's say you're at work and a colleague emails you or calls you for advice. You were planning on heading to lunch and relaxing a little bit in between your work, but you quickly abandon that plan to help your colleague out. Now, this might seem like the honorable thing to do, but if this becomes a habit, it could have a negative effect on your health. And because you decided to place urgent before important. So this tendency to favor urgent tasks over important ones is understandable. Our life is full of deadlines and time-specific tasks, making it easier to push actions that could actually help you achieve your major life goals instead of just focus on a never-ending to-do list. Some days, I'm sure it feels like you are bombarded by text, emails, phones, calls, and other interruptions, and they all claim to be urgent. And it's very, very, very easy to believe that these tasks are also important. Naturally, some of them will be, but most of the time, they are not. Our brains are hardwired to react to urgent tasks. And as usual, we can blame our primitive brain for this one. So way back in the caveman days, we used to be forced to think short term because that is how we survived. If there was a tiger that was heading your way, it is obviously way better to deal with that problem immediately until the tiger was close enough to strike. Now, a problem like this is both urgent and important. Now, we're not dealing with saber-toothed tigers anymore. However, the feeling of urgent always remains very, very, very present in our lives. Now, on the surface, this might seem that by prioritizing urgent tasks that you get more done. And there's no denying that taking that little urgent job off your list gives you a little sense of satisfaction, but spending all of your time completing tasks that are low importance is kind of counterproductive. So you might get great pride in processing your inbox or having a to-do list that's completely checked off. But if it leaves you unable to tackle the tasks that could help you achieve what you want in your life, then you are actually wasting your time. So this brings me back to that resource that I mentioned, the Eisenhower Matrix. And the first time I heard about this resource, it was in the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the main takeaway was this diagram that is like the time management matrix. So this matrix is broken down into quarters or quadrants and the quadrants are labeled as followed. So quadrant number 1 is urgent and important. Quadrant number 2 is important but not urgent. Quadrant number 3 not important but urgent and quadrant number 4 not important and not urgent. Now if you are a visual learner like I am, I have attached a picture of this quadrant to make your life So much easier. Now, before you assign a task to each quadrant, you need to assess its genuine level of importance and the genuine level of urgency. This look at each quadrant in turn will leave room for you to complete your own matrix. So, if you are following along with me, you can pull up that Eisenhower matrix to see what the quadrants look like. So let's break this down. Let's look at quadrant number one. What are the types of tasks that belong in the urgent and important quadrant? So this means anything that requires immediate action, and it should be screaming at you to do something. So this is kind of like A crisis, a pressing problem, or a deadline-driven project. Examples could be filing a tax return. Shout out tax day coming up soon. Uh, This also could be uh, preparing for a meeting before it starts. When something is urgent and important, you need to act quickly and often without much thought. There's no time to mull over the problem or the details or to weigh other options. When it's urgent and important, you're kind of in crisis mode and you are forced to react. You got to get it done. Most people will have few tasks in this quadrant. So if you have a lot of tasks in quadrant one, you might need to reassess your priorities. Quadrant one can consume you. You can be a crisis manager, problem minded person and deadline driven producer. And that might be all great. To you in the moment, however, you are way less likely to achieve your goals if that is where you're spending most of your time. In fact, if you have most of your tasks in quadrant one, it's going to sap your energy, it's going to burn you out, and it's going to leave you unavailable and unable to tackle your most important jobs. And those most important jobs are the ones that support your core values or move you forward. And in an ideal world, quadrant one is almost always empty. So let's talk about what belongs in quadrant number two. This is a totally different beast. This is a place for actions and activities that will assist you in achieving your personal and professional goals. So topics that might include developing or nurturing relationships, long-term planning, prevention, and activities that support your core values. And this could be spending more time with your partner, making plans to move into a house, maybe making plans to change careers, or scheduling time for your self-care, wellness, workout, and all of the above. When you tackle tasks from this quadrant, you're more likely to feel fulfilled and content. And that's why quadrant number dose two ought to be your main focus. When something is important but not urgent, you can actually respond to what is happening rather than reacting and putting out fires all day. All right, you tracking with me, my friend? Let's keep moving. So let's talk about tasks that fall into quadrant three. Not important, but urgent. Urgent. So these tasks are often generated by other people, and they come in the form of interruptions like calls, emails, text messages, Instagram, colleagues dropping by, meetings, and so on and so forth. They rarely help you reach your long-term goals, but they might help others reach theirs. And only you can decide which is more important. So many people spend most of their time completing tasks from quadrant number three and they think that they're completing tasks from quadrant number one. And this is a very easy mistake to make because tasks in quadrant number three often involve helping other people. So it can feel really important. What's more is, they're often quick to finish. So you're rewarded with that hit of dopamine, that little piece of satisfaction we're talking about, like instant gratification. And if you spend too much time pleasing other people or looking for that hit of dopamine, you'll have no energy and no time left to pursue your goals. Let's scurry on over to quadrant number four, because this one is not important and not urgent. And this is the land of distractions. And what comes to mind is social media, TV, email, all of that. People that call you randomly out of the blue. Unless your goals involve harnessing the power of social media or becoming a TV critic, then these activities are, I hate to say it, a waste of time. And that's not to say you should avoid them altogether. But after a hard day at work, it can sometimes feel good to sit down in front of the TV or scroll through your news-, news feed. Now, the trick to this is to do it mindfully and intentionally. So when you do this intentionally, you are full of awareness and you're not using TV or social media to distract yourself from a feeling or emotion. Now, if you want to be an effective human being, it's important to stay out of these last two quadrants because they just aren't important. Now, at first glance, all of this might seem like a time management tool, but the truth is using the Eisenhower matrix is more about connecting to your real purpose so you can uncover where your passion lies and It can help you make these passions a top priority. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priority. And in short, all of this means it's important to stand up for what's important to you and your life. So you might be tracking with me and you're like, okay, okay, cool, I've seen this before, I've heard of it before, but how can I decide between what's important and what's urgent? So the first step would be to make a list of all the tasks and activities that you want to get done in the next seven days. Once you make that list, place each item into the four quadrants in the Eisenhower Matrix. And if you're having a hard time deciding between what's important and what's urgent, you can use these questions. um, And I will also include these questions in the show notes. So question number one. Does this task help you move forward with your long-term life or work goals? Number two, has the task been generated by someone else? If so, are you taking it on to simply please them? Or does this task add value to your life? Number three, what will happen in a day, week, month, year if you do not complete this task? Number four, is there somebody you can delegate this task to? Are you able to batch this task so you can carry out similar tasks all at once, like checking email or checking Instagram? Number five, what steps can you take to clear your schedule and make room for tasks in quadrant number two? Number six, Are you able to resist the urge to tackle the unimportant job just because it's quick to complete? Number seven, are you aware of how much time you spend indulging in the distractions that you've listed in quadrant number four? If you're not aware, use an app or take note of how many minutes you spend on these tasks every day. And then the last question Does the task in quadrant number two seem too big to complete? And if so, all you have to do is break it down into smaller steps. All right, my friends, there you have it how to decide between what's important and what's urgent. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions or need help walking through this, Don't be shy. Reach out to me. Ask any questions. And if you have suggestions for podcast episodes, I love to hear it. That's how this episode came to be. And now I am super duper inspired to sit down and go through my own Eisenhower matrix this week. All right, my friend, I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week and a wonderful day. Until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you're... So worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.